0: After school, the shoe podcast. 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 And now, in a desperate attempt to fill 24 hours of programming, here's some bullshit that happened somewhere today. Strange sounds are being heard around the world. In Sweden, this sure sounds like a trumpet. In Michigan, another trumpet-like sound. Greek mythology! Oh, yes, indeed. Hey, everybody. This is Staff Man, and I am coming to you live on my own. Don and Aaron are busy right now. So this is a solo episode with just me, the old Staff Man. How you doing? Hope you guys are doing well. You know, maybe pull up a chair, sit back, grab your favorite snack, and we're just going to shoot the shit. So I want to bring up some nostalgia. And the nostalgia I want to bring up is... A tie-in to something that I've been watching more recently, and it is unsolved mysteries. And unsolved mysteries was the show for phenomenon that was unknown, missing persons, and strange encounters. And I love that show. And the theme slap. Banana, na-na-na, banana, na-na-na, banana, na-na-na, banana, na, banana, banana, na, nana, It was hosted by Robert Stack who was also the voice of Ultra Magnus in the Transformers movie, which if you haven't watched, you need to. Not the newer ones by Michael Bay, but the classic one that came out in 85, 86, I believe. So, Unsolved Mysteries had Robert Stack walking out of the mist in a trench coat, and he would go on to host this show by describing what was going on for that episode, which was, you know, maybe a Bigfoot encounter, aliens, the greys, ghost, missing persons. And I was always fascinated by that show because for me, it was the right amount of storytelling with the right amount of just fear inducing for a child because, you know, that music was very eerie. I was always fascinated by that. I tie that to a show that I'm watching right now that is really a pop culture phenomenon, if you like it or not, which is Ancient Aliens. Ancient Aliens is really good because it just has the right amount of pseudoscience and the right amount of belief that almost has you Questioning the history of the world. I've always looked at that show and I kind of giggle because of how Giorgio Sukalos and the other experts they have on there are so adamant. And I just love watching that show. It really is fascinating to me how much research and time is put into going to the different places to look at these monuments. Pumapumcum that has the laser cut stones which have been around for almost thousands of years and then you have the Anunnaki of Syrian times. It's just fascinating to me and you know I find myself going to the realm of gods you know G-O-D-S not capital G-O-D but G-O-D-S little g's and I wonder sometimes about how people back then saw ancient theory or these ancient star travelers, Zeus, Apollo, Ra, Osiris, Poseidon, Hades, all these different entities that had to be represented by something and we can't explain it. And I love Greek mythology. I I just love it. You know, if you ever wanna email the show and shoot this shit about Greek mythology, let's do it. We can sit down and hash it out. You know, I'm out here in California, so if you're a local, I know the right place to go. You know, we can go hang out and talk about Greek mythology all day. So I love the idea of maybe aliens being gods and that these gods wanted to imbue their knowledge upon humanity. It's fascinating how that translation of gods went into storytelling which in turn turned to myths that we read today. Speaking of storytelling, the Jim Henson Company had a show that used to come on back in the day called The Storyteller. And they did episodes on Middle Eastern tales and tales from England and stuff like that. And then they did a Greek mythology tale, Greek uh, heroes and tragedies. And I found one particular episode really good. And that's the one with I wanna say it's Daedalus and Icarus. And how profound that episode was when Daedalus is trapped by the king and I think it's Minos. I could be wrong. I might be getting my stuff mixed up with Percy Jackson <laughs> So I don't know. But Minos had Daedalus trapped and the only way for them to escape was to make these semi-mechanical wings of feathers and wax and Icarus never paid attention or he wasn't paying attention and when they flew they were not supposed to fly too high otherwise the wax would melt or they fly too low and the feathers would get wet by the salty sea but Icarus being Icarus flew too high to the sun and unfortunately he met his demise by plummeting to his death because the wax melted and That's a hell of a story to read in mythology, you know. The other one is Orpheus. And if you know the story of Orpheus, Orpheus went all the way down to the underworld to bring back his true love. But Hades, being so cold-hearted, was unwilling to let Orpheus' true love go. So what ends up happening is, is that the Hades bride, Persephone, ends up begging for mercy and that Hades would let this woman go. And Orpheus is like, hell yeah, you know, <laughs> let her go. And Hades is like, very well, but you know, you're gonna have to walk with her facing your back. And the moment you turn around, she belongs to me. And the show, storyteller show, shows him walking and he can't even hear her footsteps. So, you know, it's kind of nerve wracking to wonder what's happening with his true love following him. And, Anxiety and fear gets the better of him, and before they even leave the underworld, he turns around and she's gone. She disappears back to the underworld. So as a kid, you're looking at this and you're just like, "What the hell?"' <laughs> like, this is just absurd, you know because it's just sad because that's Greek tragedy, and that's the beauty of storytelling. And I guess I say all that to say that we love a good story, and human beings have been around the campfire around the caveman fire for eons listening to us grunt and fart and burp a story (laughs) it's always been fascinating to sit and listen to another human being spin tales you know my dad was a storyteller you know may he rest in peace he told a hell of a story and some of the stuff you just could not believe and others you wanted to believe they were real you know, I try to be like that with my son, but my son is always like, Dad, you're full of it. <laughs> and I guess that with modern technology like iPads and phones and YouTube and all these social media, you know, they get their entertainment elsewhere. So the art of storytelling, shout out to Outcast, is difficult, can be hard and you just have to try and grab the attention you know it's interesting to me because i find that as i get older i'm more fascinated in reading and hearing other stories you know going out of my comfort zone now granted i will read the occasional tmnt comic or usagi yojimbo i'm like that you know you never outgrow comics i'm sorry you know if you're a diehard comic fan you're gonna die a diehard comic fan And that's just how it is. You know, people will say all day long, like, you know, I'm a Christian. And, you know, one of the things that I've noticed people would say is they quote this particular scripture where they say, when I was a child, I did childish things. But when I became an adult, I put away childish things. And for me, I'm like, you know, that's all well and good. But if that's your passion, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I agree that we need to stop doing the little things that might be childish, but it's okay every once in a while to indulge that inner child and let them have some fun. So a couple other things that I like to mention, this is gonna be a short one because this is my first time piloting the ship without Don and Captain Aaron. So bear with me, you know, if we were a ship of three, And we were, let's say, the proverbial spaceship. You know, Aaron would be the captain and Don would be the engineer. No, Don would be the co-pilot because he handles the instruments and stuff. And I guess I would be the engineer. I'd be Scotty. It's too much pressure, Captain. I'm giving her all she's got. (laughs) So, yeah, I would just be pretty much back there like, oh, I can't do it. (laughs) So, yeah, that would be me. But speaking of Star Trek, do you think Star Trek takes a backseat to Star Wars? Do you? I only see Star Wars stuff. I guess it depends on where you go, but I don't see much Star Trek stuff. You know, I only see Star Wars. Like, and now that Disney is taking it over, I mean, it's every damn where. So you know, what can you do? It's fascinating to me because really missing out on Gene Roddenberry's storytelling because Star Trek has been around for a long time. It's really a good series. The Next Generation for, was it for me. I had a teacher in elementary school who was a diehard Star Trek fan and would quiz us and give us prizes if we could answer these questions. And Voyager too was good, Jane Goodway. So if you're into that, let us know. Are you a Trekkie or you know are you in Star Wars? And I think Star Wars hits people differently because it's more based on religion, like Jedi's and the Sith. And that's more personal, while Star Trek is more on exploration of different planets and species. So it's always interesting to me about that. Going on the opposite route, are you a Middle Earth person? Because I I know that Aaron has brought up on multiple occasions how he didn't like the Hobbit trilogy. And that's fair. The Lord of the Rings trilogy was a masterclass in direction and design. I would argue that the Hobbit trilogy is more garnered towards a youthful fan base, more kids because of the dwarfs, I believe. And I think that's what they were aiming for. Now, you know, I don't have anybody here to argue against me. So let's just say I'm right. <laughs> so we'll just go with that route. But if you watch those two series or films, serials, let me know what you think i'm always fascinated to know what people think about that you know i'll wrap it up with this what's your favorite funko pops they are fantastic collectibles and you know i always find myself saying oh i'm not gonna buy anymore but i fucking buy more which leads to me and my partner always getting into an argument So she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't want to grow up. (laughs) So what is your favorite Funko Pop? I would say my favorite is Astro. Astro from the Jetsons. I have a thing for dog Funko Pops. I love dog Funko Pops. So Scooby Doo, Scooby Dum, Astro, Jake the Dog from Adventure Time. I also have a couple other ones. And I've had to sell quite a bit too. I had the whole Animaniacs collection. You know, I had everything and I sold that for a substantial amount of money. Yeah, right now I'm into Captain Bucky O'Hare. Not Funko Pops, but the action figures. Now, maybe I'll put some pictures on social media, which I have to apologize to you guys. I'm not a social media person. I am, for those who don't know, I'm going to school for my masters. So it really takes up a lot of my time. Aside from that, social media gives me quite a bit of anxiety. So I don't really like to be on there that much. You know, it's only so many memes and gifts I can take. So that's why you don't see me interacting as much. Maybe over the next couple months, I'll I'll grow that. Because it seems like in jobs, you need to have some sort of social media. It's fascinating. like You have to have some sort of social media background to be able to interact with people. Because they want to see who you are. You know, what kind of life you live. Which takes me to another anthology, Black Mirror, where Bryce Dallas Howard, she was in an episode where your social media standing was what determined your status and if you fell below three stars you were pretty much a bum at that point and i wonder if society is headed that way i could be wrong you know but i feel like we are putting way more emphasis on what other people see than on enjoying the roses while they're in front of us so those are my thoughts that I'll leave you with I know we are a little all over the place no real topic we want to save that for when the guys are here so I thank you for listening I look forward to doing some more solo episodes if they present themselves you know thank you and remember to email us like and subscribe follow our social media tags review us let us know we suck that's the only way we can get better and go lions Hey, everyone. It's Aaron from After School Special Podcast. Like what you hear so far? But don't forget to subscribe and download the show on whatever platform you get your podcasts. And just a friendly reminder, we have new episodes out every Friday. Thanks for listening, everyone. Too much pressure, Captain. <laughs> I'm giving her all she's got. <laughs>